And we are back with another Ball Central podcast. You know, uploading on Fridays or whenever you're listening to it. Welcome to our podcast. That was, if you're listening on Spotify, that was When You Believe by Mariah and Carrie and Whitney Houston. Uh, picked by our very own uh, birthday man, not boy, because he's a grown ass <laughs> man, Akeem Najjar Wright. Uh, tell us why you picked the song today. <laughs> Thank you for that riveting introduction. Um, I picked the song because Whitney Houston is one of my favorite singers, um, and it's it's just a really good from the Prince of Egypt, which is one of my favorite movies. Um, so yeah, that was that was it. You know, I figured I'd I'd go into this episode with a with a, a positive mindset. Right. And you saw you saw how I mean you heard that I didn't say your age because we are very respectful here at Ball Central. We are highly mm. respectful. We care about our elderly statesmen. So shout out to Hugh Nash, all right. Wow. <laughs> wow. Do you even know what a statesman is? Phil. I just said it because it sounds cool. I'm not gonna exactly. lie to you. Look at you. So, um, Phil, Kim is a teacher, all right? Right. I'm just saying. He, he's a, he's a mentor to the youth. That point That's Mr. Wright to you. Gotcha. So, Mr. Wright, how are you doing today on your birthday? Mm. I'm great. Um, I am home currently. I went to happy hour with some coworkers. Um, so that was nice. Um, yeah, it was a good day. All my all my students gave me cards and lots of candy that I probably shouldn't have, but I'm gonna eat anyway. Um, yeah, it was a good good day so far. Hell yeah! Uh, how how was everyone else's weekend slash day going? Oh, uh, you know, I'll you go first. You know, we back at it. Um, my weekend was very crazy, to be honest. My week is going kind of. Like, it's all over the place, honestly. But today has been probably the calmest day of the week, and I'm actually glad to be here with y'all. We have a couple of forces of life today. So. Hey, we, we're gonna get comfortable this episode, even more comfortable than a couple episodes. So, oh, God. sit back and listen. Stop uh, trying to make fetch happen, Gretchen. I mean, way to show us your age, Akeem. Um, John, how was your... Uh, I'm my age. <laughs> I'm doing this. John, oh how was your week slash weekend? Oh, it was great. So it was, it's been a great week slash weekend. Uh, I would agree a lot of crazy news has come out. Um, uh, can't wait to dive into it today and uh, talk about, like, All-Stars and uh, past weekend of football and excited uh, for more sports in the near future. Right. Um, for me, you know, my week last weekend been very busy, doing a lot of stuff around, um, losing a lot of um, parlays um, left and right. If you want to check what what bets I put in, what bets I lost, as and uh, John's as well, he lost some here and there. He also won. He won a lot more more than me. So uh, you can check those parlays out on our uh, Twitter uh, accounts, Ball Central Four. And with this podcast, just a reminder: if you're listening. We are on several different platforms, Spotify, Anchor, Apple, and Google. Uh, we upload around Friday around noon. So if you're listening, make sure you, you check them out on those time periods slash days. If whenever you're listening to morning, day or night. Uh, and off of that, you know, it was a very big uh, conference championship Sunday for a lot of teams. You know, some were watching, some were actually playing. 
Um, some actually played after the second half, except for Kansas City. So it was a, a lot of football going on on Sunday. Ooh, um, we're going to start off with the Kansas City Chiefs versus Cincinnati Bengals. That was the first game. Uh, the Chiefs had an early 11-point lead at halftime, just like you know the last time they played the Bengals in the regular season. And deja vu happened all over again because the Chiefs lost by a field goal, just like the last matchup. So uh, what went wrong with Kansas City and how do we feel about that that game from both teams? Um, I really feel like what went wrong with Kansas City is that um, maybe they got a little lazy, but I also feel like the coaching kind of got a little lazy with the play calling and trying to preserve the lead. Or maybe the Bengals defense just stepped up. It's, it really goes both ways. Because they were getting shredded in the first half. And, you know, shout out Eli Apple for his one play. Yeah. Um, good point, good point. Yeah, that one play at the end of the first half really just shut down Kansas City from going into halftime with a bigger lead. But at the end of the game, also, we got to shout out, first of all, Money Mac, Kevin McPherson. Clutch. And then um, we have to shout out Joe Burrow because, I mean, Cincinnati would be Joe nowhere Burrow. without him. Preach. They wouldn't be anywhere without him controlling Preach. his offense. And it's like they earned that, this this Super Bowl berth. And congratulations to Mr. Joe Burr. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, the one thing I, I really want to know if, if Joe Burrow wears an Apple Watch during the games, because apparently some players do that. I've seen the screenshots and other shit like that. So imagine the amount of like miles he, rans, he runs due to his O line being trash. So he must yeah. get a, a very lot of, a whole bunch of cardio in. Uh, Akeem, what, about, what was your reaction from it? Um, so that game was absolutely amazing. It was. Because the first half, I was like, well, all right, Kansas City is playing very well. And at this point, it looks like the Bengals don't have a shot. And there were some plays in the second half. Or once the second half started, and, you know, they finally got that first touchdown, I said, well, they might be able to pull this off. Mind you, it was only, what, 10 to 21 at the time. So, um... It was nice, but also Patrick Mahomes played like shit the whole second half. I'm not about to pretend like he played well because he didn't. Um, he was great the first half, and then I think he just got too comfortable because they were up by so much, which caused him to lose. So I think right. Jackson stopped dancing. That's probably why. Maybe <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Very good point. Yeah. Also, I'm guessing um, Brittany Mahomes stopped spraying the crowd with champagne. So I'm guessing that you know made the Kansas City crowd a little bit shocked, but we digress. Uh, John, what you think about that game? What I think? I love that game. I'm not even going to front. Oh, my God. Guys, you know I picked Kansas City. I was the only one who picked Kansas City last week, and I was excited once the second half of that game started because the first half of that game was so bad until Eli Apple made that play. Oh, my God. When Eli Apple You just play, said you picked Kansas City, but you were excited. So, he meant I was, Cincinnati. I was excited. I was excited. Okay, I, want, I wanted him to know that. Well, yeah, I know. I was, like, it was a great game. I was excited once Eli Apple made that play on Kansas City at the end of the first half. Right. Because that changed the momentum of everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, at least that's what I think. I don't know. I... I <clears throat> Yeah. I knew Patrick Mahomes would struggle a little bit. Um, a lot of good quarterbacks do uh, get too comfortable, and then 
end up losing leads. Uh, this is the first and probably the only time it'll happen to him. But, I mean, I don't know. I, it was a great game for me. I called it at the beginning of the season that he's going to make the Super Bowl. I just want to point that out. And uh, that, it's, it's going to be a good podcast. That's all I'm saying. Uh, for me, uh, I thought it was a very good game. You know, very reminiscent from the, the regular season matchup. Um, just a couple of facts from the game. Uh, after the second, after uh, the first half, when the second half started, Tyreek Hill was yardless after that. So, 78 yards in the first half, and then completely shut out the second half. So, shout out to the Bengals' defense. Um, the Bengals' defense, uh, D-line went after Mahomes. He was running a lot. It, it pretty much looked like last year's Super Bowl with the Bucks and uh, Chiefs. But this time it was the Bengals. Shout out to Trey Hendrickson, Von Bell, Eli Apple. All of them played a huge part. It was just very, you know, satisfying to see um, a team that's not the Chiefs win. So, shout out to um, Who Day Nation. Who <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's funny. Because <laughs> no, literally, if you're if anyone anyone that wasn't in Missouri was cheering against the Chiefs. That's true. So, um... Joe Burr. That's Joe. not true. Uh, you don't think so? True. Not true. Well, I literally, had a whole lot of I, teach on I literally oh, wanted to. And that included room. Sorry. In that included room. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. Shout out, you know, Joe Burr, Joe Burrow, Joey Cigar, whatever you want to call him. He deserves it. He Who played his act. Joey Cigar? Uh, after, after the LSU thing. Nobody. I heard. Nobody called him. <laughs> Bill, I also want to shout out Jamar Chase. Because even though he yeah. didn't do too much, he showed us, even in that game, why he was a great pick last year instead of an offensive yeah. lineman. Also, people called him Joey Cigar um, after the LSU uh, famous video of him smoking his cigar, according oh, to really? my sources. Yeah, also, I, I, I've i seen on Twitter. Yeah, because I've seen on Twitter, like, you know, random people trying to report news without a verification. Like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Tennessee Titan. Per sources and they don't have any credit to their twitter account or like any verification that's what I, that's what i've been seeing a lot on twitter but that's you know besides the point but then we also have you know the nfc championship game uh a grudge match from this regular season as well division rivals nfc west rivals the rams and the 49ers uh 49ers had a 17 to 7 lead entering the fourth quarter and it all blew up into smoke. It went right through their hands, just like that Jaquiski Tart interception. So, what was our reaction to that game? My reaction was probably the same as everybody else who watched the game. I don't know what happened to the 49ers, but they just fell apart at the end of that game. And um, Sean McVay had me on the edge of my seat. His Both of his challenges, I looked at the plays, and I'm just like... Don't do it, and he did it. And they they had no timeouts going into the last like their last possession with the ball. They had no timeouts, and I'm just like, that was wild. If they yeah, lose not, this game, it's gonna be because of Sean. Not his best coaching game. <laughs> yeah, but then again, Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup showed why they were the best quarterback wide receiver duo this season. Say that one time. No, uh, Debo <laughs> Samuel. Um, I am. So sorry for you. Look, I know your back was hurting after that game. Absolutely. After this season, I know your back was hurting. His back, his front, his everything. everything. His pride. Yeah. But you and George Kittle played your asses off. And 
in the future, I see a ring for you guys. Just not with Jimmy G. Oh. Ooh, low cold. <laughs> no comment there. Um, Akeem, what do you think about the game? Um, I thought that the game was great, actually. <laughs> um, so I I watched that game from beginning to end only because I really had the the Rams winning. Um, and I was I like like um E said you know Sean McVay had had me on the edge of my seat as well, but I still kind of always knew that the Rams were gonna win. Be well, I mean just because. Because I knew, because also as as he said, you know, yeah. Stafford and Cup have shown why they were the best QB and wide receiver duo. Absolutely, and they both played amazingly. And it was weird because I felt like at one point Stafford wasn't doing a lot, and then when I looked, and all of a sudden, you know, Cooper Cup had a hundred plus yards, and and they were on the on you know on their way to winning the game. So, right. yeah, I was very happy. What you think? Go Rams! I'm oh. about to become a Rams fan. I'm becoming one. Hey, an improvement! Shut up! Hey, um, there you go, team. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I'm not. I'm, Wait, no, 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 no! I'm just pod- gonna our, stop liking the Cowboys. That's facts. That's facts. Our podcast is a mature audience. You can say fuck you. Right? Oh well, all right. Fuck y'all. Thank okay, you. sorry. Uh, go ahead, John. Wow. What do you think? <laughs> Overall, I'd have to agree with my co-host. I thought it was a very exciting, great game. Um, I had the 49ers, so I lost. But overall, I mean, it it showed me why I really – I like the Rams, and I hope they do well and, you know, make the Super Bowl a great competitive game like they did that NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. Right. So, what do you think, Bill? Um, for me, uh, like I said earlier, not the, you know, greatest coaching performance by Sean McVay, but, mm-hmm. you know, Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup came through in the clutch like they needed to. Um, unsung hero of the game, Odell Beckham Jr., nine receptions, over 100 yards. He came in clutch. He had his best game of, of like since the last two years. So shout out for him. He's going to get a chance at the Super Bowl, which he rightly deserves. Shout out Odell. Um, yep. Jeff- the, def- the defense came in clutch because minus Debo Samuel, George Kittle, no one else on the 49ers did anything. Not at all. Yep. And then Mike Shanahan, once again, coaches a good game, but he cannot hold a lead to save his life. So just, you know, something that he needs to improve on. Also, I want to say, like, Aaron Donald really showed, like, he's really the captain of his team. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. When they showed that, like, high camera of him just talking to the team and kind of getting them together, and then they ended up, like, like it was great. Yeah. They also said he said, um, I think after the game they, they did a close up on him. He was he kept saying ring me or something like that and kept pointing to his wrist. And well, he, he, he did that once they won. He pointed, oh, yeah, he pointed, did, yeah. He exactly. pointed to his, his ring finger. Right. Yeah, once they got that final interception, that's what he did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey. No no not a lot of players deserve it more than Aaron Donald after nine long years. So hopefully he gets a chance to win one. Hopefully he gets uh, the win. with Matt Stafford after him having to play in Detroit forever. Right. I'm just shocked. He, I'm just shocked he chose to stay in Detroit. That's just extreme loyalty right there. 
a good point. Though. Yep. So with that being said, uh, before we end this segment, we have we're going to talk. We're going to do a little NBA All Star Weekend walkthrough in our next segment, the one that me and Akeem did last year. But before we do that, we have some fancy basketball updates from our very own Elijah. Would you like to update us? All right. So let's um, let's get into this. I'm probably the um, the big fantasy basketball person here, really. Um, Phil, I think you're still in first place, right? If I'm not mistaken. Ah, uh, Zach's first. I'm second. Yeah. All right. So there's there's two divisions. You're first in our division. He's first in the other division. Yep. Um, Akeem actually had about a, I think it was a two game slide. Yeah, I'm like I think I think I've lost two in a row. John hasn't had like um you know a strong season, but he's been his team has been playing well. Uh, he's. Yeah, he's on a three-game win streak right now, actually. Hey, shout out to John. I'm about to lose him to Phil, but... I mean... That that doesn't mean anything. He's in first place, so it's like... I see. You can just build that right back up after this week. Yeah, Phil is also on a three-game slide, actually, so it's like... You know, they're really counteracting each other. Um, As for me and my team, you know, I've had high score last week. I'm going for high score this week. Um, It feels good to have everybody healthy. Um... I feel like everybody has everybody healthy except for Akeem, who Le- has now lost his top two picks in LeBron and Kevin Durant. Jeez. Kevin Durant should be back soon, like maybe next week or this week, so we'll see. Okay. But I think Akeem's about to lose this week, too. So. I am, because I... Yes. You know what? I'm not even going to make <laughs> Yes. I'm, not, I'm just trying to get that. Yes. yes, I am. That's Absolutely. That's all that needs to be said, because we know it's going to happen. And yeah, that's that. He's about to lose to my boy TJ. And I'm mad because I know I know for a fact if I had even I like I don't need both LeBron and KD, but if I had one of them, I'd be winning. You would? Yeah, that's true. I know it because I'm only I'm only losing by forty points. That's absolutely true. That sucks. Like that's how I felt last week when I was playing, and I was like, now I'm getting blown out by like six seven hundred points. Because I have two people that aren't playing that are giving me, you know, three and four hundred points a week. Look, my boy TJ, shout out TJ. He's on a two-game slide too. I sacrificed him last week, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I dropped fifteen hundred points on him. He God, him. damn. Also, shout out to unsung MVP Tommy Lee Cooper the third for checking his lineups like he should. should proud of you. Hey. Ended my Cut. win streak. I was on my I'm over that game. Tragic. I only um, the only one streak I ended was that, and I took a screenshot of that because I knew that was going to be the highlight of my season. As you should, because right after that, KD and LeBron got injured. So, well, the way it's looking right now, like Phil said, Zach's the one seed of the whole league. Combine the um, conferences. Phil's the two seed. Uh, my boy TJ sitting in the three seed. I'm sitting at four. RJ's at five. Demons at six. That's just some bullshit. And I'll say this: it looks like the top six seeds that we already have are the teams that will be going to the playoffs, unless the slide by Akeem keeps sliding. Continues. How, how, how many weeks are left? How many weeks are left? That's Should be question. like four. Or five? Uh, I'll, no. After one, this week, two, three, yeah, sorry, four, after this four. Week. four. Four. We end, we, end, next week. we end the week of your birthday. Ah. Ooh. Gotcha. Perfect. Just like just like how the commissioner planned it. Um so with that with that being said, um anything other fancy basketball wise that we wanna bring up before we move on to the our weekend walkthrough? 
Um, not really until the season really gets to the playoffs, like until it winds down a little more. Okay, it's not really intense right now. With my team is available to be traded. Oh really? Let's start there. Same we will we will talk because during the podcast and after the podcast. I got. You. I'm not talking to you during the podcast. If we're gonna discuss anything, it'll be afterwards. Oh, so I should probably unsend that text then. Phil, shut up. Mm. Okay. Okay. So with that being said, that's the end of our first segment. Our next segment is going to be our NBA All Star Weekend charity walkthrough. I'll explain more of that when we come back. And with that being said, please enjoy the lovely voice of Akeem. Right once again with his commercial since it's his birthday, and we will see you soon. Hey everyone, this is Akeem from Baller Central here. Just wanted to say welcome to the podcast. Enjoy listening to your analysis of football and basketball brought to you by people who think they are experts. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. Follow our Twitter at BallerCentral4 to know when we upload podcasts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. And we are back from that lovely commercial from Akeem. I know I love hearing his voice as much as everyone else, so... That thank you for that commercial on your birthday. You are very welcome for the commercial on my birthday. No, thank thank you very much. Um, <laughs> so with that being said, uh, we're here to do a little quick um, NBA All Star Weekend charity walkthrough. Uh, this is our third year doing it. Me and Akeem alone did the first two. Basically, we get our picks for the NBA All Star Weekend event, and we draft our own teams from All Star selections. And we go back and forth to see who gets the most picks and which team scores the most points. And the winner of those two things sends money to the um, charity of their choosing. So we have we obviously have John and Elijah here this year. So we're going to try to spread it evenly out more this time around. So we're still going to be doing like we're going to be picking like the winners of each events and stuff. But this time around for the All Star Draft. We're going to be doing uh, five players for each person, so basically a, a five-team uh, teamer for each for each uh, person involved. So we're going to do a quick walkthrough so everyone understands what we're doing. Um, not all the contestants have been announced for everything, so obviously when time comes, we're going to do that on the podcast. So we're just going to, we're just going to go off last year's uh, stuff. Okay, so. We're gonna start off with the Team World versus Team USA. Uh, give, just give like your picks randomly, guys. Oh, like who was the real one? My bad. Um, so I'm gonna say Team USA. Okay. Elijah, who do you got? Sorry, who do I have to win between Team USA and Team World? Yep. Last year, Team USA. <laughs> I'll say this while we got that dead air. Congratulations to Fred Van Fleet. It's more like Team USA versus Team Canada. Fred Van Fleet is in. 
All-Star again. NBA All-Star. Shout out to him. Gotcha. Um, oh, did you pick Elijah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go next. Team USA. I got a uh, team world. So then that would be the first event, and then the next event would be the skills challenge. Um, the participants were from last year: Chris Paul, Luca, Robert Covington, Julius Randle, Sabonis, and Vucevic. Uh, Kim, who would you pick? Sabonis. Uh, Elijah, who would you pick? So, you just say the protection all the time? So, Chris Paul, Doncic, uh, Covington, Julius Randle, Sabonis, and Vucevic. Doncic. John, who'd you pick? Yeah, give me Luca. Yep. I would probably choose Julius Randle just because. Really? Yeah, just as a, as a joke. But... What? <laughs> That's so mean. So now, so, so now, you're, now you're tanking. Are you getting money for each loss as well? Oh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to help. No, I, I'm, trying help, I, I'm, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help Akeem out because I, I won the last two years. So, um. wow. <laughs> also, you're trying to be funny. Got right. it. Oh, gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. Up next is the three point contest. Uh, last year's competitors were Jalen Brown, Mike Conley, Steph Curry, Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, and Zach Levine. Uh, My pick is, is now and forever will be. Clay Thompson, but if I had to pick from last year, Seth Curry. Gotcha. Who'd you pick, Akeem? Um, I'd pick Steph as well. John. Steph, but I like what Eliza said. I think it should be a competition between Clay and Steph to see who's the best three-point shooter. Yeah, I would choose a Steph as well, but I would love to see Steph versus Clay again. It'd be scary. Yeah, and then the dunk contest. Uh, last year's competitors were. Anthony Simons from the Trailblazers, Cassius Stanley from the Pacers, and Obi Toppin from the Knicks. Obi Toppin is also a competitor for the dunk contest this year as well. Who was the person you named? Anthony Simons? Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm picking. Why? Because I don't... Like, I know who Obi Toppin is, but he plays for the Knicks, so I just automatically assume he's not great. Um... (laughs) And then, and then I don't know. I don't. I didn't know who Cassius Stanley was. So I'm gonna go with Anthony Simons. Gotcha. Who do you got, Elijah? Um, my pick. I mean, out of the names you just said, Obi Zabe. But please, Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon. Listen to me, please. Aaron Gordon's <laughs> not gonna go up because of the whole situation of the scoring. But hopefully, he comes back. Uh, who you got, John? Give me Obi. No, I think Obi Toppin could, well, and it possibly could, might win this year. So I'm gonna go with Obi Toppin as well. Just, just cause he's got the experience. He has the experience, and I've seen him dunk in mid during the game and last year's dunk contest. He has the ability to win it again this year. So, and then also uh, Team LeBron versus Team Durant. Who do you guys choose based off of last year? If they had to play again this year. Um, so if we're looking at the roster from last year, I'm just going to name the rosters. Yep. So, uh, team LeBron was LeBron, Giannis, Curry, Luca, Jokic, Jalen Brown, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, Sabonis, and Ben Simmons. 
and then Team Durant, uh, Bradley Beal, Durant, Anthony Davis, Harden, Embiid, Kyrie, Levine, Kawhi, Donovan Mitchell, Tatum, Randall, Booker, Usovich, and Williamson. So, thank you for that. If I had to just go which which roster is going to win, I'm going with Team, team Durant. Gotcha. We got it. Who do, who do you got, Team? Um, I'm actually gonna go with Team LeBron. John, same Team LeBron. Yeah, I would go uh, Team LeBron as well, just because of the, his first couple picks were amazing when he did the draft. So shout out Team LeBron. And then that would conclude the first segment of picking the events of winners. Um, basically, this upcoming draft when we do have it, whoever has the most amount of uh, events picked right you know they get a, a certain amount of money donated to their charity we'll be choosing our very own charity and w- once we decide that we'll make sure to post it on our twitter so you guys know and then the second part of it we're going to be drafting players from this year's current all-star team i think all of them have been announced already but some, there's some so like switching around to do since Draymond's not playing in it and we don't know if anything like covid rules will be ha- will happen so obviously we have to wait and see so just as a little warm-up, we're each going to be drafting uh, five players um, from the current, from last year's game. And we have the graphic pulled up on our, on our chat. So Akeem will be going first, and then Elijah, and then John, and then myself. Nice. Beautiful. Okay, so Yay. Okay, so is off the board, so Elijah, would you like to go next? You're <laughs> so disrespectful. <laughs> like I said, you don't know that I'm going to pick him. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, game. Birthday, go ahead. I'm going to pick him, but that doesn't mean yeah. you can <laughs> like what do you all mean? Right. You took out you took all the fun out of it. All the fun. So if everybody is hundred percent healthy, I think will be LeBron Kevin Durant. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Right, I'm mess this up. Uh if everybody's healthy you know what? You can't not take LeBron. I'll take LeBron. Mm. You can't. Wow. can't Phil get LeBron at four. Come on now. He'll take hey, it. will be okay. John Smart. Okay, hold on. I'm just going to update the, the graphic real quick. The spreadsheet we have. Yeah. To just be to fair, if Phil would have got LeBron at four, I got LeBron last pick of round one in our real draft. So. Okay, so Giannis. That's true. KD. LBJ, and then I would go with. Go with Curry. Let's see, John, shut up. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go with uh, Dame Dalla. Really? Oh. Yep. I mean, we're just going off of you know last year's production and everything. Okay. So was this a snake draft or am I drafting? Okay. So I'll go next again. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna go with uh, Stephen Curry. Yeah, cool. that's what's up. So John, you're up next. Okay, um, give me one second. We're going off last year's, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, so many good picks out here. Um, I'd probably go uh, Bradley Beal. Damn man. Okay. All right. Elijah, you're up. You taking Brad Beal? I'm taking Luca. Nice. Kimi got back to back. Oh, so it's my turn. All right. 
Um, so I'm going to take. Uh, I'm going to take James Harden. And then my next pick will be Rudy Gobert. Ooh, nice. Mm. Back to you, Elijah. All right, so I got Luka and KD. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I gotta go Kyrie. Okay, the next best one. Yep. Um. Your next show. All right, since he went Kyrie. Yeah, sorry, give me a second. Uh, your Dan was already taken. Uh, Kyrie was already taken. Luke was already taken. James Harden was already taken. Um, so the only other point guard is Chris Paul. Uh, Chris Paul, Conley. Mike Conley. Mike Conley. Zach Levine, technically. Yeah, Zach Levine. Um, yeah, also, you can draft whoever you want in this draft ahead of time. Like, it doesn't matter the position. You could put whoever you want at whatever position. Gosh, you... Uh, I'd probably go, uh, uh, PG-13, then. Gotcha. I'm gonna go with that, my boy Jason Tatum. Nice. And then, just to keep it in Boston, I'm gonna keep it, I'm gonna go Jalen Brown as well. Nice. Oh. Then back hmm. to you, John. I'm gonna go, uh, with the Joker. Forgot John's fitting for me. Oh. All right. So no, I'm going to go with okay. Sabonis. Nice. Okay. Akeem, you got back to back. Your last My turn. Okay. Uh, this is hard. Um, does anyone have Chris Paul yet? I uh, know. Cool. I'm going to take Chris Paul. And Zach Levine. Damn it. Nice. Okay. Back to you. Okay. I don't know if I'm crazy or not, but I did not hear Kawhi's name come off the board. He did not yet. No. Nope. And that is my pick. Okay, cool. All right. So I just want to have a rundown before I go. All right. Giannis has been taken. Yes. The Joker's yep. been taken. Curry's been taken. Yep. Bradley Bill's been taken. All yep. of the so, starters, except for Zion Williamson. Okay. Mm. Got you. Mm. But Donovan Mitchell hasn't been taken, right? Nope. All right, I'll take him. Thank you. Thank you. Then just to round it out, I am going to go with... Uh... Give me... Give me a Vucevic. Oh, nice. Yep. So we just did a quick draft. Um, so the goal is whoever gets the most money donated to the charity, wh- whichever one of our teams from that um, gets the most points in the All-Star game wins. So if Harden, Giannis, Gobert, CP3, and Levine all, all, all outscore all of our teams, then Akeem wins, and then E, same thing, John, myself. So that's basically the rundown of what we're going to do. Like I said, it's all for charity. We're going to set up how we're going to do like first, second, third, fourth, or how we're going to have the charities. 
um, separated by donations. So that's pretty much the rundown. Uh, we've been doing it for about uh, two years. This is going to be our third year. Yep. Yep. Uh, then our our charities once once we figure it out will be you know announced on the Twitter profile. Um, anyone have any questions about it before I move on? No, no questions. Real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, never mind. Yeah. I already think I know what I want to be in my charity. Can I announce it? Yeah, go ahead. Um, I'm gonna pick the Susan G. Coleman Foundation. Breast cancer research. Um, I've been walking in marches with them since I was like 11. So oh, that's awesome. I only do in DC. It's really, really nice. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. Good pick. Thank you. Oh, and and then also, um, what we also allow is we we have uh, people who watch, who listen to the podcast, friends of ours pick whoever is going to win as well from the drafted team so let's say um a, a family friend of akeem says i i pick akeem going to win i'm going to donate money to his charity so if akeem wins yada yada so on and so on they could donate to our charity as well and they could try to see who the winner is going to be so mm-hmm. we'll announce all that once we get everything settled so just a, just a just a good time to you know give back to our uh, chosen charity is just a good time for everyone we get to enjoy some basketball and a little you know competitive nature but as well it's for all for a good cause yeah, I think my good cause is gonna be the Elijah Hall car insurance fund because kick him out alright the, the student loan fund you know yeah. so uh, with that wow. being said <laughs> um, that's our walkthrough we're gonna have the actual one down the road uh, I think All-Star Weekend's in a couple weeks, so what happen when everything is announced, maybe the week before, or maybe the Wednesday before it, because I think it's Friday through Sunday, the event. So, you know, we'll keep everyone updated on the Twitter. Make sure to check us out. So with that mm-hmm. being said, we have, our, we have our last segment coming up, and we will see you guys soon. Alrighty. We are back once again. We have our final segment. Uh, we went through the conference championships. We went through our charity walkthrough. Make sure you guys stay tuned in for that for updates. And now we got some NFL news to talk about. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about the you know the, the least important one, the Washington Commanders. Yeah, they're not the Washington Football Team anymore. The Washington Commanders, the Washington Commies, whatever you want to call them. I've, I've seen that nickname float around too. I don't know how I feel about that, but. Uh, what was our thoughts on the Washington Commanders' new name and uniforms? Because I've seen a lot of people compare it to the Arizona State Sun Devils, and I think that's hilarious. That is an accurate comparison. I really think that the name, like, it'll obviously grow on somebody. But I think, for one, like, the football team, I don't know what it was. It just felt so much better just going off the top. You think but- so? A little bit, like well, if they would have stuck with Washington Football Team, I would have been perfectly fine. Me too. But yeah. my issue with Commanders is that it's way too many syllables. Sure, that's a good point. Most sports teams, there's two syllables, or you'll have an outlier like the Cardinals, Patriots. But at the end of the day, you can just say Patri- Cardinals, or when you yeah Patriots, you can just say Pat. Right. Commanders, what are what's the name going to be? No, I'm not saying <laughs> that. 
it'd be, it'd be funny. I mean, that, no, that's what people started calling them too, the commies, which is hilarious. This is like that's the worst. Like, I my vote was generals. I wanted generals. Generals would have been good. Generals would have been good. Yeah, but that, for me, I, I'll probably just think of the the team that the Harlem Globetrotters destroy every year. Oh jeez. <laughs> but nobody really watches the Harlem Globetrotters that often. Like, it's true. A, yeah, that's really like a one thing, one time thing. You go see the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah. yeah. Never see him again. Right. But um, I mean, so yeah. yeah, go ahead, John. Oh, I was gonna say. Overall, I mean, I'm glad to have a name now. Um, I'm glad. I mean, the the football team. If you liked it, I mean, it, it was it was decent, but they didn't win anything under it. You know what I mean? So it's a new era. You know what I mean? Hopefully, they can make some history with this name. You know what I mean? If not, I mean, they're gonna have to change it in like three years, anyways, right? Like, they don't want to change. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to change it. You gotta win to make history. So it's, it's gonna be interesting what happens. Yeah, I can already hear most of America just saying, "Oh, you expect us to root for the team that's nicknamed the Commies? How dare you? We are we are outraged." Just a whole bunch of it's so ironic too. Because, nonsense. Yeah. Because like in like back in like the '80s or whatever, the uh, the DC would like make like LA out to be the Commies. You know what I mean? But now like the Washington Football Team, where like everybody like says washington cor- is corrupt right are we not saying that yeah in congress sometimes sometimes they're like investing stuff it's it's funny that they would root for the comps right just a whole bunch of hilarity going on with that name uh i thought it was you know it's not, it wasn't the worst name but the name could have been definitely better the uniforms they look like they nothing like we haven't seen it before nothing like ex- surprising like i said earlier someone called it the arizona state sun devils uniforms and i completely agree with that um, I, I mean, they, I guess they settled and didn't want to go all out and I expect nothing less from the Washington football team. So uh, it is what it is. And so with that being said, now we have our two big topics that, that happened during the past week. Uh, Tom Brady is now a permanent Florida resident as he will be retired and get to enjoy Florida for all it has to offer, you know, retirement homes golf courses minus the off season so he can do that he can be in the off season 24 7 so what are our initial thoughts when we heard tom brady retire and also another thought of adam schefter announcing it before brady got to announce it um i found first of all i did find the announcement interesting but that's what's wrong with the media i feel like Especially when it comes to like TMZ, like I don't mean to take it this this way, but like when when people pass away, like celebrities die, TMZ's announcing it without the families even knowing. Right. It's yeah. like you know they did that with Kobe. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta let the family like figure it out, or let the person announce like when it comes to Brady, just announce his own retirement, and then you know you can talk about it. But I know Schefter loves to be first anyway. But um. Right. I have mixed emotions about this though because preach preach i mean i'm a jets fan sure so like it's like great he's no longer terrorizing the league and <laughs> terrorizing the jets right yeah but at the same time like it is same reservations i had with lebron before i just started to like like him for real it's just like you have to appreciate greatness while it's here because once it's gone it's like, gone it, you're gonna feel so different about it and I really feel now like losing Brady is it's a big hit to the league and preach 
Appreciate I don't know, man. Like, Brady, for real, like, as a Jets fan, I hate you so much. <laughs> but as a football fan, thank you. I love I love to hate you. There you go. There you go. For 22 years, like, and it wasn't, like, any down years either. Like, you were solid all 22 years. I appreciate you. Thank you for what you brought to the game, and I hope you have a great retirement. That's what's up. What you, John? Uh... First, first moment, or I mean, first impression, relief because a lot of what you said about you know being a Jets fan, like we were terrorized for 22 years, right? So I mean, it's it's great that he he doesn't get to come back and beat us again. You know what I mean? But um, as a guy who who rooted against Tom Brady for a lot of his career, because like I'm a Giants fan as well, so like two Super Bowls, uh, it's he brought out the best life bringing it out. Well, yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. You even saw, like, in the retirement, like, Eli has one joke, and that's getting old. You know what I mean? And it's, it's the point where you, you miss Brady. I don't know. It's I have mixed emotions about it, too, because Stephen A. Smith said something like, uh, I, I wish I would have rooted for him in his last game if I knew it was going to be his last game. You know what I mean? Because it would have been nice to see him in one more Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Because he's right. been to 10. And... And he's completely changed this league. And personally, I think Adam Scheffner announcing it before he announced it was rude and, you know, unthoughtful because, I mean, the, the guy was picked 199. He wasn't – his shelf life in the NFL was supposed to be a year and a half, if that. You know what I mean? He lasted for 22 years. He could he could have played until he was 50 if he wanted to. But, I mean, he retired for personal reasons, and uh, I agree with that, and I, I wish him the best. Phil? Yeah. Uh, how do you feel me- about yeah, for me, I think, yeah, I agree with both you guys that Brady should have been the one announcing it. Because usually during the playoff times, he drops like little snippets or vignettes or videos that like hype him up, like hype up the, his team that he's playing for currently. And I thought he I, I thought he was going to do the same thing for his retirement video. And he did after Schefter said it. But yeah, some, some things that players need to be, you know, able to respond first, like retirements or or anything of that nature. So and then from the retirement side yeah just you know it's watching brady for 20 years through all the ups and downs through him getting drafted through him um usurping bledsoe super bowls getting injured you know all the controversy that he had as a patriot you know the flake gate and everything else just you know 20 years i wouldn't trade for anything else just to see that person's entire career who last who there's a lot of players that started their career and ended their career during Tom Brady's tenure, which is crazy. That's true. And just, you know, I'm just glad I got to see, uh, you know, 20 plus years of greatness because we don't know if we'll ever see that again, if we do. So, and it, obviously it's a new era for the Patriots. They moved on from him two years ago and there's, they're rebuilding still trying to get back that magic, which I don't think they ever will because that player is one of a kind and what he brings. So I just want to say, you know, thank you and good luck in retirement. Ho- hopefully you don't go crazy with the commercials, but you probably will because, you know, Tom Brady loves to do commercials. He probably will do a lot in Florida. He'll probably do a lot of more crazy antics in Florida. So enjoy it up. Uh, hopefully you have a home in New England so you can be a part of that family still as well. And before we move on to the last topic, um, there was a bit of controversy. Uh, there's even more controversy surrounding the Tom Brady retirement. How did you guys feel that he didn't initially thank the Patriots uh, when he made that uh, eight-page or slide post on Instagram and Twitter? He thanked everyone but the Patriots in his initial retirement speech. Well, I want to feel better first. Tom? 
I said, I want to know how you feel about it first. That was my first initial thought was, I wonder what Phil thinks. I mean, for me, I mean, I was okay with it. Okay. Just because he, when he left the Patriots, the, like the, the very instant he left the Patriots, he said his goodbyes. He mm-hmm. thanked everyone in the organization. Like there's like tweets that he like actually thanked them through everything. And mm-hmm. I wasn't, you know, I was expecting a goodbye this time around as well. But, you know, after looking back to his original goodbye after he left New England, I was I didn't care as much because he did so much for us. And he already thanked us once before when he left. I don't see what the problem. I don't see uh, why another one was necessary. So I'm, I'm OK with it. You know, mm-hmm. he thanked the Bucks. He thanked everyone in his life because he already gave that speech two years ago to New England. So I don't know what could he be said differently minus from that first time but i'm completely okay with it because he already said his goodbyes when he left so i don't see what the point was for him reiterating it so that's how i thought okay i mean i'll say that low-key to me just seems like it's a little bit bad blood still over there but yeah that's an initial thought everyone thought well uh is that it for you i was gonna say i'd say let's wait on it fellas because i mean like when it was first announced, I didn't, like, that's the one thing I did not believe Tom Brady retired because, one, he would say it, you know what I mean? And two, like, he said he was going to play till 45. So, like, I, I keep Tom Brady as word, you know what I mean? But, like, I also think that he might sign a 10-day with New England and retire a Patriot forever. Yeah, there's reports of that. Like, uh, LaDainian Tomlinson did after he left the Jets to go back to the Chargers to be a Charger forever. You know, there's respect in that because... He is like a physical face of that franchise. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, maybe he's just waiting, you know what I mean, to embrace that love once he's in New England, retired as New England, because, I mean, Robert Kraft and him have that relationship. Um, I don't know if I thought it was bad bloody, but uh, I, I see, I kind of see that in a, in a way, too. You know what I mean? Like, I, I wouldn't not think that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, and then... Um... The Patriots uh, let out uh, a couple of, of reports or tweets or messages thanking Tom Brady for his time. And obviously he retweeted that and thanking him. So he thanked them again after they thanked him. So he covered his bases there. So, I mean, I just think, that, you know, amazing career. We probably won't get to see another one like this for a while, even if we do. So just want to say thank you for everything and enjoy it. You deserve it after all your career. Thanks. Uh, then we have our last uh, topic for today. Uh, Brian Flores, former Miami Dolphins head coach, is suing the NFL due to it, due to them, and several teams not giving Mr. Flores an equal opportunity and doing shit behind his back. So. Basically, he put out in like a 50 plus page lawsuit report that the Dolphins were trying to bribe him with $100,000 for each loss that he took while he was a head coach to try to tank for certain players. And that's just like the tip of the iceberg about it. There's a lot of other things that in his document, I'm pretty sure anyone could Google it and look it up. But and other things are uh, they wouldn't give him fair coaching interviews because the Bills already had their hire but due to the Rooney rule saying you have to uh, interview a minority at least just because of the whole uh, equality thing he basically you know was told that he was basically there just for the the Rooney rule and nothing else they weren't actually serious about him getting hired because 
uh, Bill Belichick accidentally texted the wrong person and it was supposed to be Brian Dabble instead of um, Flores. So just a whole bunch of mess involved in this. Uh, the Broncos, I believe, are being sued, the Giants and others. So what was our our reactions from all this? Just wild. Um, well, my initial reaction was really, um, I will be honest, I tried to avoid bringing race in a certain situation, but it was kind of hard to avoid this one. It really did feel like they were just bringing him in for the Rooney Reel. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like because of the, I don't know how to really say this. I'm sorry. I'm taking a minute. Okay. But like, now take your time. Take your time. This is. I want to hear what you have to say on it because I mean this this got me in knots. You know what I mean? Like my stomach in knots. At least like, one first announced. My bad. First of all, the Dolphins organization. You're, you guys are you guys are completely wrong. And. Y'all need to clean house or something. Sell the team. Sell the team. Something like that. Oh, oh, yeah. But when it comes to other teams, like, interviewing coaches, that Rooney rule is such a touchy thing, but it's, like, low-key. Not to sound off or sound like something's wrong with me, but I feel like maybe they actually did consider hiring Brian Flores for real, like the Giants. Mm-hmm. But once Dable had his interview, they were like, no, this is <laughs> our guy. And it's like they probably just decided on that. Like, and they did, I don't think they just brought him in because of the rumor. I feel like they actually thought he could be considered, but they mm-hmm. found their guy before he got there. And it's like, what are you going to do at that point? Because jobs do that all the time. You can go to for an interview at Best Buy, they need a new manager or something. They schedule multiple interviews, they're not only interviewing one guy. But if they feel like they found their guy before you get there for that interview, they're probably just going to give him a job. So, I mean, I don't know, man, about the running rule. But as for the Dolphins, yeah, that's all I have to say. Clean house. Y'all. Yeah, yeah um, for me. Oh, oh, Phil. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go. Um, for me, I think the running rule is a very touchy subject. Because I'm all for if you if you're the most qualified or if you're the best person for the job, you should get it. But there's also you know there's a lack of representation in NFL coaches. Because mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, but I do believe Mike Tomlin is the only, black the only head coach in the NFL. I think Robert's out. I don't know if he's black or not. Robert Sala isn't. No. Yeah, he's I don't think so. He's not okay. No. Yeah. So yeah, I mean I'm all, I'm all for you know if you're the if you're the best. A candidate for the job you deserve it but at the same time brian flores um had uh, 11 wins in the past two seasons for the dolphins or probably even more so he was the best candidate for the job for that dolphins organization they he had the most wins out of two years that we've seen from any dolphins head coach recently from the last 20 years so he undeservedly got fired um he's a lot better than the people who got hired recently better um i would have taken i would have taken him over josh mcdaniels i would have taken him over uh the broncos head coach i would have took him over a lot of people right now just because of how he's been coaching the last couple of years so for me it's more of there must there's definitely a reason why this guy isn't getting hired and i feel like it's personal instead of his actual resume because this guy has a good resume he's a former patriots coach which a lot of those all those guys have great value in because of Bill Belichick, even though they might not pan out the exact the, the exact way as Belichick. And 
that he has a good resume, good enough resume to get hired because of his things with the Dolphins. Uh, mm-hmm. He he rebuilt that team to almost make the playoffs two years in a row. If they didn't have that bad start, or if he wasn't forced to tank, who knows how good this team would have actually been? So I just believe that it's it's a personal attack against Brian Flores and his character instead of him like actually being looked at as a candidate and now. Who knows if he got because he said he's willing to take this as far as it needs and he's willing to risk not having a head coaching job ever again. So I just hope he wins this and something gets revealed because he definitely deserves to be a coach again in the NFL. That's true. That's true. Uh, for me, when I thought originally, I you were there and you were the one who originally told me Brian Dable got hired as the Giants head coach. And you remember my reaction being negative, right? Yeah, it, it was very negative because. I, let's just let's just start on the Giants first. I, they said they were going to hire outside their organization, so they hired a, a an executive from the Bills. All right, who then hired, GM. a GM from the Bills who then hired um, the offensive coordinator from the Bills to be the head coach. You could you could tell there was favoritism there, like anyone could tell there was favoritism there. You that he was clearly his guy. He you know what I mean? Like he was clearly going to bring him over and. The thing that really gets me annoyed about this is the, the Giants' lack of awareness. They said they hired Brian Dable because he was the best qualified candidate for that job. What are you talking about? Brian Flores is the only coach in the NFL to start with a 1-7 team and then end up with a winning record. No one's ever done that, okay? Um, right. The enemy has been to the Super Bowl multiple times as an offensive head coach. Brian Dable has yet to been to the Super Bowl. What, what are we talking about here? Like, it's just... Right. They they clearly hired their guy. It was clearly favoritism once again. And it's just... It's annoying because history is almost repeating itself. Yeah. Also, like, side, side up before you continue, John. Go ahead. Uh, they have Brian Dabble, you know, a offensive yeah. coordinator, no head coaching experience. Mm-hmm. Brian Flores can actually showed us what he can do as a head coach because he, mm-hmm. he almost turned around the Dolphins. So, yeah, just complete favoritism. And he didn't even want to give... Flores a shot because he's only he, out of those two, Dable and Flores, he's the only one that that showed us that he can be a head coach. Yeah, and Back and back. and to Brian Dable, I I feel bad for him because it's not it's not like he hired himself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, good luck to you. Good. Hope hopefully you turn this team around because the Giants have been losing a lot. But it's with Brian Flores and the Giants, like it. How insulting is it that you find out two days before your interview? that they've already decided on a head coach and you have to go sit through dinner and sit through a presentation and tell them why you're the best candidate and then have them consider you, but don't give you the job. Like that would, that would bend me backwards. So just there's that. And then it's also the NFL, like completely out denying it in the first day. Like he started suing them. You know what I mean? It's like, we spent how many weeks on a deflated football on an AFC championship game when Tom Brady has no idea what the PPH level is. And, like, you're just going to outright deny racism in the NFL? Like, I mean, I'm not saying that every single claim Brian Flores has is going to check out. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Because right now it's just an accusation and it has to go through a process. Do you know what I mean? But, like, it's it, it just it's, it's starting to grind my gears. And personally, as a Giants fan, I would like to see Eric Bieniemy. If you're gonna go with an offensive-minded head coach, I mean, the dude co- coached Patrick Mahomes, all right. Like, up until that last drive, 
I mean, they were going to the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? They were the unbeatable team. So it just it's it it mind boggles me that Tomlin is the only black coach. And by the way, since the Rooney Rule was instated, uh, there were three black coaches at the time. There's one now. It's they've clearly taken a step back. And it's <laughs> another point I want to point out is that the Giants have had five head coaches since the Rooney Rule has happened. Uh, one was Tom Coughlin, good good head coaching hire, I guess, two Super Bowls. But the other three that were just hired for the past two years, clearly bad candidates. Like, every single last one of them. I'm sorry. Joe Judge. Joe, I mean, Joe Judge, you tried to build a culture, but if you're not going to commit to the dude more than three years, why bring in that guy? That's true. You know what I mean? He's not qualified yeah. enough. Uh, Pat, uh, sorry. It's, I'm getting, I'm getting, Ben McAdoo. He had one good season with Odell, and you're just going to promote the guy to... It's just, I don't know. It's it's getting annoying to be a Giants fan when it's it's just incompetence. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, right. Brian Flores is a good head coach, and for you to just, like, slap him in the face and then completely deny and why you didn't hire him, do you know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's just sad at this point. Do you know what I mean? Right. Do we think he gets a job? Because currently he's a finalist for the Texans job. Can I go first on this one? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Right, I'm sorry I'm being too... I may be too passionate about it. I don't know. Hey, but, this is what we're here for. Do what okay, you, cool. you got to say. All right, cool. But Akeem's not here, so you got to make up for it. Okay, cool. But, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I hope he gets a job. But, I mean, the two jobs that he was up for was the Texans and New Orleans Saints. And no offense, but those are both horrible situations to be in. They are, yeah. And by the way, I don't mean to Poopy. bring this up. Vince Lombardi, right? The guy we play for, the trophy that is named after the greatest coach of all time, had a hard time getting a coaching job because he was an Italian-American, all right? At the time, there was, like, no Italian-Americans coaching, at least head coaching, and he was he was passed up and passed up and passed up and passed up, and he went to Green Bay, and he won three consecutive championships and then two Super Bowls. Like, it, like... It just it mind boggles me, dude. It's just like I can't wait till Brian Flores gets a head coaching job because the dude's gonna wreck people in the NFL. Like the Giants better watch out. I'm just saying. Right. As for um, me, yeah, the the Texans and the Saints, you know, two terrible positions in my opinion. Because for the Saints, there's no offense. There's, I mean, as also a terrible cap situation. So who knows how they sort that out? And no, and we don't know if Jameis Winston is going to sign back with them or not. So no quarterback situation is also in jeopardy. Michael Thomas is probably gone. So it's basically just Alvin Kamara in bits and pieces. So not a good situation there. And for the Texans, uh, one of the worst teams in the NFL, they fired the other, you know, blackhead coach and David Culley. Um, and I feel like if the Texans hire Brian Flores, they're just setting up for failure because I don't think they'll give enough they'll give Brian Flores enough time to turn that team around because, you know, Deshaun Watson is probably likely out the, at the door pending uh, legal situations. Um, they don't have, like, the best defense. Their old line is not good. It's just, like, a bunch of going wrong with Houston as well. So the only jobs left for Brian Flores is, on like, not a lot of head co- not a lot of coaching candidates would, would, like, willingly take those jobs. But it's a job, I guess. So just not a lot of leftover that, that, that's good for Flores. So what do you think, E? I really feel like he should get a job, but he probably won't in light of the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like you said though, both both of these situations are just horrible. Like, but if I'm him, I'm hoping I get that Texan situation because 
for some reason, I feel like if anybody can convince Deshaun Watson to stay, it would be Brian Flores. There you like, go. Yeah, it also all depends on the legal situations around Deshaun Watson if that it will hold up or not. So, man, that's a whole different topic. In itself. Yeah, yeah, and then also we don't know how the Houston front office feels about Deshaun Watson and if they'll actually listen to Brian Flores because some some organizations listen to their coaches or while well, some of them listen to their front office. So we don't know if if, if exactly Deshaun Watson would be. Um, Brian Flores' QB, and we don't know if that's exactly his choice or not because he could be traded just to save face and try to get someone else. So, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of different factors that go into everything. So, I don't, I don't, well, I'll say like the biggest thing about being a head coach is results. Good point. And right. Brian Flores is getting results. So, I mean, if he can convince us, going to say, and the front office is like, all right, if this is who you want to be your guy, I feel like. He could get him like I don't know. I just feel like that would work out. Yeah, it's it's all, it's all trust. I, if you're if you're in the front office, I would trust Brian Flores, hundred percent. Yeah, but interesting. Right. I also did not know about that Buffalo thing, actually, because like, yeah, I pay attention, but I'm mm-hmm. not like focused on it as much as I should have been these last few weeks. Yeah, it's just been wild, and we. And then, I mean, as soon as there's updates, we'll probably post them on our Twitter. So, pay attention to that. It's just, I'm just hoping we find a resolution soon because the worst thing that can happen is this dragging out and him not getting an opportunity at another head coaching job. So, we'll see what happens in the future. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do we have any other topics or things we want to talk about before we head out and conclude the podcast for this week? Oh, not really, man. Congrats, Fred Van Fleet again. Um, right. I think I could I could probably pull up the All Star selection list for. I got it right East. here. Hey, go ahead. Read them off. All right. So the East starters are KD as the captain, Giannis, Joel Embiid, Trey Young, Demar Derozan. We all know okay. that. Yep. The reserves that were announced are Jimmy Butler. Okay. Darius Garland. Nice. James Harden. Zach Levine. <laughs> Chris Middleton. Jason Tatum and Fred Van Fleet. They said, fuck the center. <laughs> they said, no big man allowed. And there's not a lot of big men in the East that you can even put there. Vooch Jared Allen? Real slow. There's Jared, Jared Allen? Yeah, okay. Vooch or Jared Allen, I think, deserves to be in there. Well, I think Vooch started the season a little too slow. The only other option could be, like, John Collins. Cause... Yeah. John Collins, I mean, He's inconsistent, though. He's yeah. Just... Get a three tonight. Yeah, and I feel like Jalen Brown was definitely snubbed. Yeah, um, uh, to be honest, I feel like Jalen. I feel like Jalen Brown deserves it over Jason Tatum. I would say Bradley Bill was snubbed too, but he's been hurt. So yeah, he's been out for a while. It's it's a really thin line there, but has that beat only has been the only reliable big man in the East? Yeah. Damn. Next big men suck. Um. Claxton's been hurt, so the Nets don't really have a big like that. Um, I was—I don't want to go through every single team. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking but at yeah. it now. There's not—I don't see anyone that stood out. To be honest, maybe Bam out of bio. I feel like he's been hurt a lot this season too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't—I can't think of anyone. What about the West? Um, so the West starters, as we know, LeBron is the captain. Jokic, Steph Curry, John Morant, and Mr. Wiggins. Ooh. 
All right, so the West Reserves, Devin Booker, Luka Doncic, Rudy Gobert, Draymond Green, even though he won't be playing. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, and Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, the only one that, I mean, I just don't feel like Draymond should have been voted in the first place because I feel he's been out way too long. But I, I get why he's there because he's such an integral part of the Warriors with everything he does, defense, playmaking, etc. But I, th- I feel like there there were better options than Draymond. Um, I would say just because like a lot of forwards out east, out east, out west are actually out east. Yeah, out east. A lot of them are hurt though. Like Kawhi and Paul George are probably one of them probably would have been a starter over Wiggins. Hurt. Probably other one would have been a reserve over Draymond. Hurt. So it's like you're also missing Dame out there. He's hurt. Um, Le- not LeBron. Um, AD's been in and out all year. Westbrook. Never mind. Um, and it hurts because I'm a Westbrook fan. But, I mean, it's it's Thanks. not a lot of options out west. It's just a lot of a lot of injuries and a lot of inconsistencies. So, congratulations to everybody who was voted. And um, right. I just oh. hope this game is good, man. Yeah. Also, um, John, what's your reaction from the All Star voting? I thought it was interesting. Um, I like the fans getting in on it. You know what I mean? Like Wiggins, I know he should never have been named a starter, but I mean, I, I like that he was. You know what I mean? Like, I, he was named a starter because a K-pop star is a Warriors fan, and he got all Korea to vote for him. You know what I mean? Like, how awesome is that? It, it'll expand the NBA, and you know. Uh, I mean. I just I hope they keep making improvements to the All Star Game. Um, I'm really looking forward to see who wins the uh, the MVP. It's a, it's the new Kobe Bryant Award and uh, well deserved. Yeah. I mean I'm I'm surprised about uh, the East Center situation. You know what I mean? Like right. Kobe don't get bodied. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. There must be somebody. I'd like it's weird. I mean, but it's a draft though, so there's probably gonna be a center going to the East. Oh yeah, that's the thing. West, so. It's a draft. Yeah, you're right. Right. I'll also say I think LaMelo Ball was snubbed too, honestly. He kind of was, yeah. Ooh. He's having a stellar year. He's And he's been good since he's gotten the league, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm, I'm happy Darius Garland made it. He definitely deserved it. Yeah, I would <laughs> say the only person in the East would be Fred. Also Tatum. I, I love Jason Tatum, but I think A, Jalen Brown has had a better year than him, and be this I mean he's this is his highest scoring year as a Celtic but just like down the stretch him him he, he has struggled down the stretch in a lot of games like those clutch games that you need to be clutching he shot terribly he made bad decisions he isn't he's settling for shots he's not attacking the basket like that's his strength but yeah I mean I guess it is what it is uh I don't yeah Jalen Brown should be there over Jason Tatum I don't think Jason Tatum deserves to be an all-star this year but Hey, I guess you got to give what they take. Preach. Yep. Good. So, yep. So, with that being said, uh, we're about to head out. I'm going to go lose more money to parlays because a lot of mines are dead right now. Uh, with that being said, uh, Ball Central Podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Ball Central 4. We're in, we're in talks of making an Instagram page, but we don't know yet. We'll keep you guys updated on that. So, final words from everybody? 
Uh, get, get water and drink money, guys. Hey, there you get go. Get water and drink money. Get get the <laughs> money and drink water. <laughs> that's, that's how you know he he'd get enough water because the whole thing got messed so, up. He he oh, yeah, he definitely right. was not comfortable during that. Been a long week. <laughs> um. Yeah. Again, happy birthday, Akeem. Right. Happy yeah. happy 39th birthday to Akeem Nigel right? Oh. Our elderly statesman. He's not here to say anything back, so I can say whatever I want. No, um, <laughs> kidding. Uh, what did what do you got, John? For last words? Uh, happy birthday, Akeem! And uh, uh, guys, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Sean White. This will be his last Olympics he's competing in. So, oh no, it's a pretty big legend. I mean, I mean, I know he's probably not going to do anything, but I mean, it'd be cool to see him one last time. I mean, we just talked about Brady. Do you know what I mean? So, hey, shout out, shout out to the legend, Sean White. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, for me. Like everyone else said, you know, happy birthday, Akeem. I started Ballo Central with him, and there's no one else I would have started off with. So thank you for being such a great co-host and a co a partner in Ballo Central before uh, John and Elijah showed up. Uh, this has been a great two years, and I'm looking forward to building it with Akeem and John and Elijah. So hopefully you're you know bowling strikes right now, and not you know gutter balls at the moment because that's where he is right now at that bowling alley. Hopefully he's getting intoxicated because he deserves that as well. Hey, this was it. Oh, so with that being said, that has been Ball Central. Uh, happy birthday, Akeem. And me, John, and Elijah are out. Later. Mm-hmm.